You are listening to episode three of September's lineup, The Value of Higher Education in Building Your Career. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down what tuition actually covers, looking at everything from faculty cost to in-person and online resources, etc. We'll be looking at that money allocation with our experts, David Vernon and Jennifer McGoy. Um, I'd love to turn the conversation a little bit and and talk about some of the specifics of what tuition covers. And and you all may not be the expert of experts on this, but but generally speaking, um, I think students are aware, you know, okay, if I I'm paying for tuition. So they know that they're paying for their faculty, their their courses. Um, but what are some of the other areas that maybe students don't think about that that is being funded by that tuition? Any thoughts there, both specifically at statewide, David, because I know that looks a little bit different, but also maybe on, on Logan, Maine. I'm going to leave the statewide to David, just because I am not an expert at all on the statewide. Um, But yeah, students do not uh, even think about the fact that it's paying for other services. So uh, tuition is due tomorrow for fall, and we get calls um, from students um, that probably should be for the registrar's office, but we try to help them with them. Um, It's like, what what is this fee for? What is this fee for? What is... They want to know what they're paying for and they don't. They're like, oh, I'm paying for the bus. I'm paying for student health services. I'm paying for the library. I'm paying for, um, you know, students don't realize or even think about the fact that they're paying for their whole campus experience. So all the services that they have available to them, whether they use them or not. And so I always encourage students, you're paying for this fee. You know, in your student body fees, you're paying this fee for the service. So you might as well use it to get your full, you know, money's worth. You know, who wants to go somewhere, pay pay for an entrance fee and then not go into the place or not just go barely into the to the museum or whatever it is. Um, and so they're not they're not realizing that part. And even though they know that it pays for faculty, sometimes I don't think they really think about that part either. Um, because, you know, I've had, you know, friends and now, now all of my friends have graduated from college as well. I'm, I'm getting old too. Um, (laughs) but, um, now that I'm seeing, seeing younger, uh, you know, younger cousins and things like that, you know, you're skipping class. Did you realize that you're, you're paying for a professor and and the access to the professor, but you're not getting your value out of what you're paying for? Like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. And it's because they pay that, you know, flat fee once a semester. It's not like they have to pay every time they go to class. Um, and so they're not they're not realizing that or really, and and maybe that's the part that um that we real I don't know how to how to how to get that that across like better than better than it already is. But yeah, they don't realize all the services that they're paying for um, you know, with those tuition and student body fees. Um, Jen, I get that question a lot. I love this, the point that you made about um, like paying per class and and skipping, like if Uh students actually like before you walk into a classroom, if you had to pay to like walk Mm -hmm. in, I wonder if people would think about that differently. I think that's a really interesting point. Yeah, I think it's the flat fee that kind of throws them off. Like, oh, no, I I paid that three months ago and they're not thinking about what that's paying for. Right. So interesting. David, what about you from the statewide perspective? Because again, you mentioned, okay, we don't have football games. So talk to us. And again, this can be on broad terms, but what what is a little bit different maybe at statewide level? Well, um, like with the the fees, with, well, let me see. First off, with the, with our budget, 
Um, you know, tuition pays salaries uh, for employees, um, you know, the, the full-time employees. Um, and, and that's a, a majority part of our budget. Um, the, I, th- I think one thing that was uh, a real surprise to me from when we, uh, we um, moved locations back in 2018 and, and we, um, you know, purchased the building that we're in now, or we're in the process of purchasing that, uh, you know, paying off the, uh, the bond. Um, and the first time that I saw our electricity bill, our power bill, um, you know, I have a home that's 3000 square feet and I'm used, you know, we are pretty energy conscious, uh, uh, with how we use energy in the home. And I see that power bill and that was a shock, uh, you know, and we, we made sure that we put in led lighting in the building. Um, uh, you know, things like that. I, I want to throw in solar panels as well so that we can, um, you know, save that, that energy, but it costs a lot to run a building. Um, it's surprising. Um, you know, you fix one thing and then something else goes on. Um, and, and that is one of the, you know, just maintaining buildings. Uh, so, uh, uh, employees, buildings. Um, then I, I think like, um, one of the other elements is, um, you know, the furniture in the building, we want to make sure that it's a place where students want to come, that it really supports the, the function of, um, of what they want to do. And in our region, it, they want to have a place to study where it's quiet, where they, uh, may be away from their family so that they, are distracted. Um, we want to make, and then for statewide, a big part of it is the the technology, and a big chunk of you know the student fees uh, go towards technology, uh, and um, you know to run that to make sure that people can be connected. I know when I was teaching, uh, originating a class in Salt Lake, and broadcasting out to twelve other locations throughout the state of Utah. Um, and that access piece is a big part of USU's land grant mission. And to be able to run that in a way where people can feel connected and have access and not have to leave their home in, say, Wayne County uh, to come along the Wasatch Front to get a master's of education uh, with a teaching license um, so that they can work in uh, Wayne County High School. Uh, I think, though, that's like huge. Um, and then, you know, part of also the student fees is the, the facilitators. They're the wage hourly people that work in the evening that run the technology. Um, you know, that they're there to serve the students, um, and to make sure that those students, whether it's a larger place like Brigham City or Salt Lake or, or the one two room place down in Wayne County, uh, or Paiute, uh, someone there that's turning on the technology, uh, helping the student answering questions, uh, making sure that they're getting what they need and that, um, you know, to learn. So I think those are some of the things that I, I see. 
Yeah, I think those are those are great insights. And, you know, it even made me think. So I, I was attending a university during 2020 and I remember being pretty frustrated because, you know, suddenly there were these additional fees for online and 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 I thought, you know, how can we be paying more if, if you know, we're not even in person? But I think, you know, from that perspective, the university still has to fund the buildings. They still have to fund. And then there's that, that additional, you know, cost for technology to to make things more accessible. So I think you bring up a really good point about just um, some of the logistics that perhaps students don't think about. Oh, go ahead. Well, and, and one other point about that is that, you know, I mean, you you ask someone who's a uh, expert and, you know, a professor in their area and you say, teach an online course, um, they may not have those skills uh, to really create an engaging online course. They may be a fantastic teacher, uh, you know, a leader in their uh, their subject area. But to create an online course that students that it makes sense to students that they can easily access the information. And that's one thing that, um, you know, uh, also funds those instructional designers to create courses, to be a resource to faculty so that they can focus on teaching the subject and not an expert in instructional design. Um, you know, and so I think that's something also. Uh, that that's an investment. Absolutely. And I think Utah State was positioned really well, honestly, for the pandemic because they had already had a lot of technology integration from day one. Um, So I think we had a a bit of an advantage compared to other institutions, but, but certainly a challenge for everybody. We hope you loved this episode of the USU Career Studio podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends and family. 